0: It's Brendan Burchard. I am your host of the Influencer Summit. Today is day two of Influencer Summit. If you were with us yesterday, you saw, I think, maybe the best demonstration of value I've seen in our industry in years as some of the most successful influencers, thought leaders, marketers, and personal brand builders in the world came on and just shared with you all for like, Six epic hours, how they think about their career, how they think about content, how they have their process running, how they reach more people, how they sell things, how they write copy, how they think of offers. It was an epic, epic day. It was an honor to be with you all yesterday. It was a marathon of goodness yesterday. If you're here right now, day two influencer, the reason you are here and the reason we are doing this is because I personally felt that at this time in the industry we just need to bring some leaders together to talk about how we do what we do because so many people around the world now are working from home or trying to get online trying to reach more people they're having to market their business in new ways with digital marketing they're having to figure out what many of us have been doing and talking about for over a decade now which is you know building your brand and building your audience and building your email list and making sales and All of that sounds incredibly overwhelming when you're starting. It feels stressful because you don't know what to do. And so I'm blessed to be in a position in the industry where, uh, you know, just out of some luck and hard work, I guess, uh, and just a deep care for the people that we serve, uh, to have this group of friends who I'm able to call some favors in and say, hey, could you come with us and share your secrets to marketing? How how did you be a best-selling author? How do you get a hundred million views on one video? How do you, you know, launch a podcast or you know, create a subscription program? And these are the topics we've been talking about yesterday, we'll be talking about today. And the hope is that we do this in such a way that you realize you have an opportunity to share your voice, to share your passion, to get purposeful again with the day, to share your journey in life with other people, and do that. In a way in which you can have a career doing that, where you can earn online, where you can build a business, where you can be proud of how you show up every day to care for other people. And that's what we get to do. To do that, you got to learn some new skills. You got to try new things. You got to believe in yourself. You have to step into a fuller power and a fuller authenticity of who you really are. You got to put yourself out there. You got to have guts you have to have a commitment to leadership and discipline and, co- and consistency and excellence. You have to learn to communicate. You have to go online. You have to pick up this dang phone and talk to the people once in a while. And that can be intimidating and overwhelming. So I hope that you enjoyed yesterday with many of people talking about this isn't easy. But if you want to make a difference, if you want to make an impact, if you want to be a servant leader today, you've got to care for the people you are communicating to. You have to speak in a way in which you are uh, like really demonstrating authenticity and vulnerability, transparency, but also openness to the world, openness to learning and sharing about your own journey, not trying to be perfect. Let me tell you what, for those of you who were so kind yesterday, like that was a flawless day. I'm like, oh, it wasn't. <laughs> you know, it always looks so good. Let me tell you some truths right here. 15 minutes ago, when we were going, maybe it was 20 minutes ago, when we went to go live here, something went wrong. It aired out. Just didn't work. Didn't know why. Had to figure it out. Five minutes before that, I turned the lights on. Five minutes before that. So what, like 40 minutes ago, I just got out of the shower. 40 minutes ago. It was one of those mornings you ever get to have those mornings. It's a hot mess and you're just running around and you're trying to make it happen and you're trying to make it go. And you're like, Oh my God, Oh my God, I gotta be on the internet. And you're freaking out because everyone's waiting. And, and Oh wait, also you got to send the email. Oh, I forgot to do the text. So I'm supposed to be on this. And, and you're trying to do all of that. At some point you have to realize it's always going to be like that. It's all there. You are always going to be a hot mess And the sooner you get comfortable with the fact that that's okay, that it's not always going to be perfect, the more often you'll get in the game. If I wanted everything to be perfect every single time, that means I'm not innovating. I'm not trying new things. And listen, for some of you who are new, I'm Brandon. (laughs) Would you give me a shout out down below in the chat or in the comments where you guys are watching from around the world? Because you know, I geek out about that. We've had 36,000 people join the Influencer Summit group in, since Sunday. I mean, it's Thursday. So what is that? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So in five days, 30,000 human beings all around the globe joined. That, I don't even think that counts all of the tens of thousands of text people who came in or all the tens of thousands of people who joined our email list uh, in that same amount of time. Why? Because people want value. I started yesterday with sharing the top 10 things that I've learned in 15 years of doing this. Okay, that's not right. Uh, 13, yeah, 13 years of doing this. And listen, I've been going live, this blew people away. I've been going live every single month for my audience since 2009. Uh, Actually, the first full year would be 2010, When that technology became available. So this is my decade of going live for my audiences. A decade. And guess what? Still this morning, I'm running into the shower. Oh, I got to send that email. And all right, last night I was up too late writing this email to this group. And guess what? I sent the wrong link to them last night. (laughs) I sent the wrong link last night to tens of thousands of people. Today, I forgot, I scheduled something and it's going to go out an hour from now instead of right now because I got the time zones messed up. Who's done any of this nonsense before? I mean, that's, I know that sounds, I hope you see I take joy in that. It's like, I've been doing this for a decade and I still get it wrong sometimes. Sometimes I still can't figure out the technology, but I get in the game and I want to help people and people will recognize your intention in your heart. And will there be people who will hate on you, make fun of you, sometimes your family, sometimes your friends, sometimes people who who you hung out with before, and they're like, I knew you when X. Well, guess what? That's okay, because you're not going to stop. Put your hands up and just go, I'm not going to stop. It's like, you're not going to stop. You will keep doing this work, and you will get better year over year over year. You heard that yesterday from people who literally have had a billion dollars in sales. Who are talking about, I'm trying to change this. I'm trying to do that. Uh, You know, you got to get this story right. You got to get this headline. Oh, you know what? Believe in yourself. Have conviction that not only can you serve, but have conviction that you can sell things that add value to people's lives. A lot of themes that we've been talking about is, you know, you you have to believe in your ability to do these things. You, You have to deal with the fact that you're not getting everything right. But the more that you don't get things right the more you end up doing things right long-term because you learn, you develop mastery, you develop real skill. And my hope for each and every one of you is to be on that journey with us. Your life's experience is more valuable than you've been given yourself credit for the lessons and the wisdom you've learned in life. Some the hard way who, who feels like you learned some hard lessons this year, you know, it's like, okay, it's, it's been tough. These lessons, it's our obligation to share what we are learning in life so that the next generation doesn't repeat the same mistakes as the previous ones. And we are not doing a good job collectively all around the world in sharing our lessons learned. So what happens is everybody comes up and they have to learn from scratch. They have to reinvent the wheel. They have to learn to start fire all over again. And so I've seen that over and over in my career over the last decade. And so what I decided was, let me bring together the best. Let's just do this free summit. And so I do have one request for you. People couldn't believe it. When we finished six hours, marathon live yesterday, six hours. So for those who were with us, thank you very much. That was epic. If you missed it, the replay will be up in our Facebook group for Influencer Summit for the next uh, 48 hours. But what I'm here excited to tell you is, uh, you know, people couldn't believe that we didn't sell anything. And so I have nothing to sell for you, but I do have a request. Share this post. If you don't know where it's at, you can probably find it on my main Facebook page where you can publicly share it. And just let people know what we're doing here today. Use hashtag Influencer Summit so that we bring an audience to my friends today. We are blessed to be joined by another group of people who have literally done over a billion dollars in business, in the personal branding and in our influencer, thought leader, expert space, which you really have to take a step back, because I know that that sounds so overwhelming, like, wait, how is that possible? Well, you're going to learn how that's possible and what they've done, but the most important thing is to realize, they all started from scratch. You know, you'll hear from Tom and Lisa Bilyeu today, from Impact Theory on YouTube, if you watch them, and they're huge on Instagram as well, and, uh, you know, they built a billion dollar valued company and it was literally them in, the, in their kitchen like making recipes for what became quest nutrition you know you'll hear from lewis house who just started doing podcasts with at very early outset when no one knew podcast was going to be such a big business model you'll hear from like uh, natalie ellis over at boss babes who started one of the biggest online communities for female entrepreneurs in the world from scratch you know Uh, You'll hear from Kenny Reader, who is the founder of Kajabi, who's enabled literally tens of thousands of people to start their online businesses. And he's got a lot of data and insight of like what makes it go. You'll hear from people like Nick Ortner, who's literally invented the model we're doing right here. Practically, he invented this kind of the online summit model with other experts and doing that as a launch style and has, has, you know launched apps and done unbelievable things in helping people transform their mental health. I mean, so we've got a lot of diversity of people coming on today. We've got, I mean, we've got Anthony Trucks coming on today. He's, you know, former NFL, but also man, just an unbelievable teacher. He was American Ninja warrior, just like, you know, he's going to help us round it out today. I mean, we just got an unbelievable audience of uh, an unbelievable lineup for you today. So with all that noise, Please do me a favor, share this post. Take a screenshot of me yapping with my fake plants in the background. I think one of those is actually real, but I don't know which one it is. And I want to make sure that you just share this. Put it out on the internet, hashtag Influencer Summit. If you want your friends to join or your teams to join to learn marketing today, if you have assistance or a marketing team or your team needs to be good at marketing your brand or your products or something, just send them to influencersummit.com. They can register for free and they'll get the links that will allow them to watch the replays too. So just send them to influencersummit.com. And so without further ado, I want to jump into our first guest today. Um, This is one of my favorite people in the industry and one of really the pioneers in the industry. When you say the online marketing industry or you say, you know, the influencer or the thought leader or the expert or the knowledge industry, all of that you have to realize is really only a decade old in the modern era, right? Meaning digitally, like like you got to remember Facebook and YouTube and all these others. I mean, we're, we're still very young. And young into that industry career, when people were out there 2007 and before, they're like OGs. Because you remember this thing right here, this little iPhone, right? This was 2007. So you got to remember prior to that, Everything was very early, and it was usually based on email marketing alone. Video only started becoming something real and tangible that could be worldwide in like 2008. It's not that it wasn't available, but streaming, you know, uh, know, worldwide. I mean, do you remember all, you'd watch a video and it would buffer forever? (laughs) Like, to watch four minutes of video took you 24 minutes. Anyone that old, anyone remember that? OK, I hope so. <laughs> That's my first return. Literally the first thing anyone ever returned from me from online for selling my courses online was somebody who like was refunding and upset because they, they, it took so long to watch a video on the Internet. You know, it was just that was back in the days. But today we're blessed to have one of the OGs. And he, because he's kind of literally invented the online marketing approach to a summit model, I thought it'd be awesome to have him in, but also because he cares so much about his customers and he cares so much about equipping them with new tools. And I know many of you, this is important. Many of you have like a method or you have a process that you want to teach the world Maybe it's you want to teach them a workout routine or a diet routine or a nutrition routine. Maybe you want to tell, teach them a mindset routine or a specific habit. Or you've got a method for growing a business or a method for being a great parent or a method for doing your passion or your art. A lot of our business, in terms of your ability to, to scale your offerings and your sales, comes from what is, what's your method? What's your thing? What's your process? And this is somebody who's been able to do that. And become worldwide famous for it by teaching a process many of you guys now know as the tapping solution. The ability to use tapping to calm one's mind, to find peace, to care for one's mental health. And the ability to use tapping to deal with those stressful emotions that we feel. And so if you've ever seen people doing all of this stuff, I've got one of the founders of that here. And also a guy who's literally reached millions of people around the world With the Tapping Solution, he is the founder of that, and he is Nick Ortner, and he is here with us live today on Influencer Summit Day 2. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome Nick Ortner to Influencer Summit? Give him a round of applause. Let's go. Nick, are you here, my brother?
1: I am here, Brendan. Oh, boy. What an intro. What an intro. I mean, we could talk for three hours. Let's go. Let's get into it. It's like (laughs) summits and making documentaries and teaching a method i want to i want to give you everything i got i don't talk marketing much as you know because i'm usually just like fully focused on the technique so i'm excited to share you know how i got here and just to be with you such a pleasure such an honor thanks to everyone for joining us Thanks, man.
0: Uh, everyone light up and say, hey, Nick, in the in the chats and in the comments for us. Let Nick know where you're from because he'll look at this later on and get to see how many people are all over the world, on, especially on our Facebook communities. And so please make sure you do that. Uh, Nick, man, you, you, you're, you're one of my favorite guys. You know that. Um, I don't know how long we've been friends. It feels like forever. <laughs> uh, but I want to really briefly introduce you in this way, everybody, um, you know, I want you to hear what Nick just said. He's usually behind the scenes. He's just doing the work. He's just doing the work. There's a lot of people I brought you yesterday and today and tomorrow. They're not out there teaching marketing. They're just doing the work. And so when I see them earning at these levels and reaching people at these levels and reaching people at this depth, really helping people, they're the ones I brought on to the Influencer Summit. You know? And Nick's one of those guys who's just like, wow, how did how did you figure out how to do all this? So maybe I'd love to talk about Nick. Like maybe we'll we'll start with the method. Let's start yeah. with tapping and the tapping solution so people can understand, like, oh, if I have a way of helping people, that way can be what I communicate and also what I offer and sell and what I build a community and tools around in the world. So maybe you can tell them about what what is tapping,
1: and then we'll talk about how you made it go worldwide. Yeah, for sure. And I think what's amazing about my story my journey is that tapping isn't my technique i mean this is something that was developed in 1980 by dr roger callahan Uh, we call it tapping because we are literally physically tapping on these endpoints of meridians of our body and what the latest research has shown is that when we tap on these endpoints of meridians while stressed anxious overwhelmed uh in pain we send a calming signal to the amygdala in the brain and a lot of people will know that the amygdala is that fight, flight, or freeze response center in the brain. It's a, it's a part of us that when we are.
0: Oh, so one sec. Yeah, there you go. I'm sorry, I
1: unmuted you. That that was something coming hey, in there. We gotta have early hiccups. You promised it. I heard you jumping out of the shower. <laughs> if we don't have early hiccups, then you know so. So I got into this tapping technique uh, right around 2001, 2002. My first recollection of seeing it was actually at a Tony event. Tony Robbins did a really quick demonstration on stage. Uh, he had gotten into it, and I went home, I picked up books, started reading about it, went online, learned about it. And for the first couple of years, and I know that people here will be familiar with this kind of story, the running joke was don't say anything is wrong around Nick because he'll make you tap on it. Right, so it's just passion about something. So I'm sure a lot of the people listening, they'll be like, well, don't talk about marketing because they'll this, you know, your buddy will just talk about Brendan Bouchard all day long, right? Or don't talk about personal development because you'll have to get this guy, Brendan, in your face, because we're so passionate about sharing these ideas. Have you read the motivation manifesto? Have you done this? Have you done that? Right? The people here today are just full of that energy. So I came into it just with that energy. Like, hey, I don't know what's happening, but I do this tapping. And my neck hurts and now it goes away. I don't know what's happening, but my buddy's struggling with something and he can't seem to break through. And me as a friend, as a coach without any real training can help him through that. So it was a couple years of passion. And right around 2007, um, I was uh, doing a green juice fast. I was on day five. And the other little component I think is important there is like, hey, you're taking care of your body, right? Like, I know you care about that deeply your physical specimen has to be in tip top shape to yeah. get these ideas i'm on day 5 if you've done any sort of fast you know the first couple of days suck but then you break through a little bit then it's like oh my brain is lighting up and i'm in the desert in arizona and i just have this inspiration you know i should make a documentary film about tapping a film about eft now, you'd think at that point that I was in filmmaking, right? It's like, oh, what, is that your next project? You'd think I owned a camera, right? You'd think there was something that would make sense in that. But really, it was like the secret had come out around then. So I was like, well, that's cool, you know? like, And I'm into tapping, and a bunch of people in the secret are in tapping, so let's do this thing. And I enlisted my younger sister, Jessica, uh, who was 21 at the time. I was 29 at the time, so... You know, just breaking out of my twenties into my thirties in real estate, buying, fixing, selling up houses—nothing to do with this world. But I said, I just had a vision. I just said, we got to make this film. And I love the uh, how you took us back to what was available then, right? So it was like 2007. You know, you got some good resources online. Um, you know, you've got some stuff on YouTube, right? So you can follow, you can learn enough of a grounding then, and I think that's why especially in this day and age, anything is possible. If we could pull it off in 2007, anything is possible. We oh, had I the want
0: idea. people to write yeah. this down too. I really want you guys to write this down. Nick had an idea. He loved a method. And one of his 1st goes go-tos was like, we need to tell the story of that yeah. through a documentary. Because, and you should write this. Don't, don't listen passively today. He just gave you a strategy. And that's the difference between people who really struggle in this industry all the time. They hear all these stories like, yeah, that sounds great. And those of us who break through, we go. Oh, he did that. That's a strategy I should try that. And now today, obviously, making a documentary, you can do with this yeah. and have on YouTube yeah. in you know a week. So it's a different animal. But I I, I celebrate you for that because that was early, man. That was really
1: early for doing that. Yeah. So we, uh, you know, we talked to some people. We bought about forty thousand dollars worth of camera equipment, credit cards, and credit lines. I just maxed out my Amex and. I remember so clearly, and it's not far from where I live now, the town over in this little 500 square foot apartment. And I was there with my sister, Jessica, one of my best friends from high school, Nick Polizzi, who was going to do all the filming. Now, did he have film experience? No, he had never filmed anything before. But my brilliant mind said, you know what? He went to school for graphic design. Graphic design is sort of like filming, isn't it? I mean, it's in the same genre. So we were just unpacking stuff and going, is this a light? I'm, I'm pretty sure this looks like a light. The stand here, just learning as we go. And you can see when you, when you watch the movie, I can tell you clearly the shots that happened early on when we were just figuring out the lighting and the shots that happened later on when we were like, oh, we really got to light people properly. On a whim, on inspiration, on passion, we just set out to make this. Now, here's the other thing that I want people to really lock in on this. So we have the inspiration. We have the idea. We try something new and we just start filming and we got some good interviews, but then we also filmed so much junk. I mean, hundreds of hours of nonsense, you know, that it was like, all right, well, let's try tapping with this person and filming here. Okay. And now we had all these hundreds of hours and we're trying to piece it together. And this is where it always goes back to the content. So I knew I had a technique that worked. Right, so start with a method that works. Start with something that you know, because in your life, you're like, this uh, made me feel better. I, this works. So we had the method that works. Already. We start getting content created. But I wasn't getting, uh, oh, I hear actually, someone talking. Am I still unmuted? Yep, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Um, I wasn't getting the juice. It just wasn't good enough. You know, it was just like, this, no, I, this I isn't it. good okay. enough. So what I decided to do. Eating, and we added this element to the film where we brought 10 people together from around the country. We, f- we went to their house beforehand. We filmed them in their house with the back pain, the PTSD, the trauma, the stress, everything that was going on in their lives. Then we brought them to this three day event. We filmed them going through the process, having those emotional experiences, proving what's happening. And then we showed them afterwards. The results speak for themselves. So, when you look at that along the way, time and again, we just figured out the next step. You know, people often ask me like, okay, well, so you made a documentary or you made a summit, and they'll ask me a question about step 84. So if you have a summit, um, how, do you, how do you broadcast it? Do you use Vimeo or are you using YouTube or are you on Facebook? And I'll say, oh, okay, yeah, I can answer that question for you. So um, you, you've recorded the summit already or you've outlined it? And No, 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 I just have an idea about the summit. I just have a concept I'm playing with, so it's like, whoa, back it up. Don't get carried away. Don't get worried, and especially during the next couple of days as you learn strategies. If you learn a strategy that is 32 steps ahead of where you are right now, note it down. I mean, don't forget it. Say, this is step 32. This is how I'm going to market myself on Instagram when I get there, but don't worry about step 32. Because you've yeah. got to write your book. You've got to record the video. You've got to film the thing. You've got to create the content. You've got to figure out what it is you have to say in the world. Like, why are people listening to you? What are you saying that's different than someone else? Why are people investing their time and energy in you or your method or your technique or your idea or your concept? You've got to start there and then just look what's that next step in front of me.
0: I love that. Yesterday, I gave like my 10 steps and I was talking about, well, and then I did a subscription program, then I had evergreen launches. And then, you know, I was being the linchpin and bringing people together. And I was like, oh my gosh, I said, my job is to give you the roadmap. Yeah. But you got to start like step one, whatever that means for you. And always step one is a bold bet. Yeah. You know, my step one was same as yours. I was like, oh, I, I need to learn how to market a book. So I guess I'm going to, you know, pay for going to the seminar, which half the money went on my dad's card, half the money on my card. And I went to a seminar to learn about marketing uh, so I could start with a book. And I didn't try to do, you know, start with book, coaching, subscriptions, live casts, you know, webinars, 50 different things. I was like, I'm going to do this one thing and just get in the game. Um, But yours, I think was specific. It, it ended up being like rocket fuel. This, okay, I've got this method. I'm going to, in for give information to through documentary and other guys y'all listen your information could be the youtube series and videos could just through an instagram community and then he goes okay now let's do the summit and let's get all these people talking about it so yeah i don't want to interrupt you but was like what do what you yeah, think yeah, so, so summit work
1: so we got you know we got the film out we spent it First year just selling DVDs, I mean, $24.95, shipping them out, you know, like I was customer service and people, people who saw the movie and got into when they're fans, they'd call the customer service line and I'd be like, hello, you know, and it's like, oh, and they'd say, is this, is this Nick? I'm like, yeah, I, I'm customer service, man. Like, so people would be floored by the fact that I was answering the phone. I'm like, I need to pay back $150,000 for this movie that I made. I'm not hiring anyone. I'm answering these phones, right? So you know how it is. So that first year, we got a lot of movies out there, but it was a slog. It's hard going 24.95 with a DVD and shipping it and this, that, and the other. So we found our way there. And then the real breakthrough was the Tapping World Summit. We did our first one in 2009. Now, I had done a previous summit in 2007, and I did it with my buddy, Kevin Gianni. Um, it was called the Fountain of Youth World Summit, and it was a disaster. It was just an utter failure. <laughs> the only thing that came out of it that was brilliant was the model, but the thing itself didn't work, which also goes to the fact that it's not just about the model, right? So I know you want to hear a little bit about how that was constructed 2007. You remember these, the big thing was like a teleseminar series and they would be, cause everything was recorded. It was on the phone, right? You dial into like a conference line and listen in and, They were, people would say like, oh, we'll do it Tuesdays and Thursdays. You'll have a special guest on, interview the guest for an hour, and then the guest would pitch their package, right? That was the thing. That was the model, and there's nothing wrong with that. That was introduced to a lot of great experts, but I was personally frustrated because I just felt like I was being pitched every time I was on there, that like the information was incomplete, literally the complete opposite of what's happening here, where there's like You're giving it all, we're sharing everything, and there's nothing to buy, right? So it was like, it was just being pitched. It was just like that missing element. So I started thinking about the content and said, well, what if we actually, instead of pitch stuff, what if we created content where for that one hour, that's all they needed? And if they happened to listen live during that hour, they could get it for free. And if they couldn't listen live, then they could purchase it. Or if they wanted other things, they could purchase it. So my buddy and I was started, Kevin Gianni, and I started brainstorming. And I remember thinking like, okay, what do we call this thing? Not a teleseminar series. And we, we said, well, it's like, you know, they do summits. But now we think summits are, you know, online like these. But they used to be in person. It was like International Monetary Summit. And I was like, well, that sounds fancy. So let's call it a summit. And then we go, well, let's call it a world summit. I mean, just really, really fancy it up. So this is us just making it up. And then the other thing that we did differently, which was more out of desperation than out of pure creativity, the teleseminar seminar series would go over a couple months period. And you couldn't really collect the money if you sold anything until the end, until your refunds were in and this, and the other. And we go, well, that's a long time and we are broke as can be, you know? So like, why don't we condense this? So we said, well, let's do three a week instead of two a week. And then we said, well, let's do four a week. And then all of a sudden we we're like, well, okay, if we did them all together, it would be as if you were an actual conference. It would be as if you went to an event. And it seems so obvious now because this is how it happens. But that didn't happen then. It was just like calls spaced apart. So what I do have- want to
0: emphasize too, like what you're saying, it's like it seems so obvious now. It's kind of what we're doing here. And I think what's important to hear is these strategies in marketing, y'all, they last. They last. I mean, this is like 13 years. It still works. Put out a call to action for people to join a conversation where you bring in other speakers or other experts talk about your topic. And then in our model, like uh, I'm doing it free for you guys, but that's because I can now, right? If if I was in a different place in my career, this would, I would do all this and then I would sell the recordings or I would sell access to the next high level thing. I'm not doing that here with influencer summit this week, but I just felt like I want to remind you Like Nick was one of the originators of this, and it still works all these years later. You just need a marketing concept and deploy it, put it into play.
1: So anyway, we're we're doing our our thirteenth. We're doing our 13th annual summit in February, oh. so it has not stopped. You'll laugh at this. So we're doing video for the first time. It took us this long to do video because we've been doing audio all along and people liked it and it worked. We're like, all right, now we have to do videos. So Can I be
0: on it? Can yeah, I be on your first ever summit
1: video? Let's no. go. We're recording now. We'll call Jessica as soon as we're done. Let's get, <laughs> let's get you tapping. Um, <laughs> you know, people have seen a lot of summits and I've been proud that they've gotten out there when they have been successful. The biggest challenge where people fail on summits, where we failed in the Fountain of Youth World Summit in in 2007, where I see people failing still, is that they consider summits a radio interview or even a podcast interview, right? So they go, they don't prepare for it. When we do the summit, I mean, my sister is sitting down working with the expert on an outline. Okay, we're going to go from here to here to here. Well, you're going to cover this. What if we cover that? Some other speakers covering this. It's a thought through curated experience for the listener. What you don't want in a summit or in any other thing that you're doing is you don't want, I mean, I go crazy. You know, I bought like the gut health summit before I go, great. I'm going to learn about my gut health. And there's 20 interviews and I listen to five of them and they all start with 20 minutes of like, how'd you get into this alternative stuff? And you're like, maybe it's interesting the first time, but after the same story, 20 yeah. times without content that's going to help my gut, without content that's going to help my life, you go, I got to go do something else. This is just a waste of time. Yeah. If you listen to agree. our summit interviews, we go content, 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 actionable because we'll tap with people right there. They will feel better. We don't pitch a single thing, and the thing that they can buy is the recordings, the audio, the video, some bonuses the package that they can own we used to mail physical packages now we just do a workbook like we used to mail cds so they'd stick them in the car that's what they could own
0: write that Here's down other- everybody it's bringing a bunch of experts together curating it so they're all adding different value just deliver awesome and throughout in the emails or the process that you're going through offer access to the recordings later and the recordings are now video audio and usually pdf workbook That helps them go deeper dive and then you overlay you also add now community a place where they can interact and talk after they've purchased the product and now you've got like a movement you've got a thing that happens after the summit and it's really powerful it's really powerful
1: yeah here's the other thing too add to that to the business model that you are running right now that is underlying anyone who's doing good in the world is is two elements one is we have to run a business right so you've got to make that work you've got to make the economics work you're not going to run facebook ads pay affiliate commissions like it's okay to sell this thing when you need to to build your business and at the same time from day one on the summit what i wanted the experience to be is that if you showed up and you didn't have a penny to your name, because I've been there before, or you live in South Africa or Ecuador or a place where just the exchange rate makes it impossible to buy anything, right? There's some places where around the world where, you know, our products cost a thousand dollars because of the exchange rate. So it could be doing fine, but just not be able to afford it. My mission has always been, if you're willing to put in the effort, which is show up, we do two presentations a day. They're available for 24 hour period, really accessible. If you show up, you get it for free just like it's happening here. like You show up, you're putting in the time, you get it. You get to have the experience, have the community because it just didn't feel fair to have a technique that I knew could change someone's lives, content and experts and access who could change lives and say, you know what, the paywall on this is going to be so hard that it's only going to be the 1% that gets through. I want the 99% who don't buy or the 95%, whatever it is, to get such tremendous value that a, we're doing good in the world. B, they're having an experience. They're talking about it with a friend. They're sharing it. They're growing your movement because you've given them so much value.
0: Love that. I love that, man. Um, so you launch the. So you have the method. You launch this podcast. You launch the summit model. And uh, I would love to hear, like, in that sales process when you're selling it, are there are there things you've learned that help sell? basically like summit recordings or these, these things that you feel like, oh, this one or two things we do to actually do the sale part really helps. Because you're seeing right now, Nick, a funny thing all across social media is people are doing these challenges, right? The five-day, seven-day, 14, 21-day challenges. And they're doing it either solo, doing the challenge, or they're doing it with other experts who jump in live on Instagram. But I hear over and over, they're like, but I, I can't seem to sell the thing after, So what did you learn about how do you sell the thing after?
1: Yeah. I mean, look, step one is the content because it will sell itself if you deliver the value. I mean, it's just it's I mean, that's like you give people a good experience for an hour and they're going to go. I want more of whatever Brendan has. Right. Like I want more of whatever Nick has because he just made my life better an hour later. and. You know, I'd have to look at those challenges specifically, but maybe they're not doing that. Maybe they're not focused enough on that. Maybe they're spending too much time chit-chatting and not delivering that value and motivating people and giving them that action step. So the content sells itself. We keep the energy up. We encourage people to consume the content, again, because we know it works. And then we have value on the things that are added. So we have a workbook, for example, that We'll mention along the way, you'll do fine without the workbook. But if you want to have a better experience, we work really hard on this workbook, and you're going to be able to flip through it, and it's going to have notes, and it's going to have ideas. So now that's going to up your experience. So anything that is complimentary anything that makes sense too. Don't just like I see people throwing in random bonuses, and they're like the last, their cousin Johnny for a bonus or an ebook, you know, and it's right, just right. like no, it doesn't make sense. Like what are you trying to do? Oh, do you
0: remember that? Yeah, you people used to put in like. <sighs> And you get these 50 bonuses from all these other experts, and no one ever consumed them, and they were usually just hype and sales. And I always tell people, like, aim for three awesome bonuses that really drive complementary value to your main offer. Whatever your main offer is, come up with three things that are, like, tactical or the next level of deep dive, and that's your bonus. And when you do that really well, it makes it – I'm going to jump in for you a little bit on this, though, because I think what also made it. Is you and Alex and Jessica, like you running the business, you you focused on email and yeah. you did an email close down sequence. Like summit finishes and you're talking about the recordings, but then you you would push to deadline with great email copy.
1: Thank you. Yeah, and you know, I mean we we every year we have a charity week. Um charity is like obvious now is every big brand, you know, is Saying we donate this percentage of our profits to charity and everyone's trying to make everything so happy, which is great. I'm happy they're doing that. But uh, we did that from the beginning, the first summit. We donated money to charity. The first summit when we didn't have as much to donate, we donated. Um, We did a really simple thing in terms of that. We said, listen, if you buy this package today, we're going to donate 100% of the proceeds up to a certain amount of money. That was a really simple, like, I I don't like the 1% of profits or, you know, you're always like, well, how how are you going to calculate those profits, right? It was like, how is this going to come out? This was straight up, like, and we raised it to every year. We donate $75,000. Now it goes to our Tapping Solution Foundation, which goes and does all this amazing work in the world. And it's like, you buy today, 100% of that goes to charity. So that is part of the energy of the closeout. It's what connects the people at home to a bigger vision and mission and yeah and then we close it out because you need a deadline it's the bottom line like if it's available forever we truly make the price go up it's not like a fake oh the price is going up tomorrow and then you see it in the shopping cart the next week it's like no this is this is the offer this is the time frame i know i gotta you know give you this discount to get you to get off your butt and buy this thing i know it's gonna make your life better so i'm gonna do that and then next week it's gonna be double the price so like let's get on it
0: I love it. I love it. And here's the next thing I wanted to bring you on, and talk about because so remember he had a method and he said, Oh, our way of educating people about that at first will be documentary. And then, Oh, we'll bring on other experts Talk about it. summit. Right. And then he also went into books and he went into audio programs and remember it's one method. And so many of you, you have an idea and you keep, you think you have to come up with a hundred different ideas but what you really need to go is go deep on one yeah. and make multiple touch points and offers, products, and services on the one thing. And then now he's doing the tapping solution app, like a mobile app on your phone. And, and tell us about how, how you decided to do that and what you've learned by doing that. Because a lot of people watching have been asking me this question, Nick. Is like, how, I want to put it uh, should I do an app? Everyone asked that, should I do an app? How, how did you come to that conclusion? What did you learn?
1: Yeah. And the answer is, should you do an app for some of you? Yes. And others of you no. right? You got the app was obvious. There was a purpose. So what the app does, um, we have 300 free 300 tapping meditations in the app, about 40 of them or so are free right now. And then we have a premium level. The tapping method is simple. The basics I can teach you in 10 minutes where people struggle is what's the language and when I'm having this experience. What do I do when I'm struggling with that? They want that guidance. They want someone to take them through that process. They want tapping for different experiences. So we have some going to bed. So quiet my racing mind. Uh, We just released a sleep programming series where you relax your body and then you add in these positive affirmations with the tapping. So we have a wake up happy. We have an increased productivity the next day. We have a jaw relaxation. So it's all around the same method. But I'm going, what are the problems that people are facing out there? And how can I talk to them? How can I talk to their experience? We're broadening that even further. For example, this summer we put out a racial anxiety relief. Is our first guest person in the app, Dr. Damon Silas, who's an African-American psychologist that we've worked with in the past in our summits. And when everything was going on with Black Lives Matter and George Floyd, we looked around and said, okay, well, this is not our place to say something about this, but let's find a voice that can say something about this, give them our platform, get them inside the app, help them with that tapping meditation to help those people with that specific challenge. That's where we're going from here. You know, we have 300 in there now. Um, I imagine we'll have 5,000 in the next couple of years. I sent you, Brendan, our first research paper uh, that came out in a high-impact journal uh, about... 300,000 tapping sessions that they analyzed and showed a statistically significant, which is huge in, um, in research reduction in stress and anxiety. And so I said deep. to you, we so just crossed, deep. we just crossed 3.7 million completed sessions in the yeah,
0: give a round of applause. Let's go. And
1: Eight you know,
0: million I, sessions with an idea and a method that he got into in 2007. Like guys, this is and the I day know after was launched last year, right?
1: Uh, yeah, it's going to be two years in year. about a month. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that you'll love this, Brendan, cause we were talking about this the other day. Wow. So the reason I created the app, the reason I'm so passionate about it is because it gets people to actually do it. I mean, there's nothing more frustrating than writing a book and it could be a New York times bestseller as you and I've had multiple copies of. So it's out there. There's nothing more frustrating than writing a book and knowing that not enough people are reading it or they read it, but they're not using it in their lives. So my thing was like, okay, I got to show up on people's phone when they're stressed and anxious, when, you know, a nurse who is working in the ER during COVID, the peak of COVID in April, working at Yale New Haven an hour from here, wakes up in the morning at 2 a.m. in the middle of a panic attack because she's been seeing stuff that she's never seen before. She's got the pressure of her kids, of her life, and her heart is racing, and she has the wherewithal to open up the app, find the Stop a Panic Attack Tapping Meditation do it a couple times and go back to bed. It's like, how do we solve people's problems? It's been, you know, that's in the beginning. And the the documentary was like, show people the method. Now it's like, okay, I got to prove it. And I got the data and I got to just keep solving people's problems again and again.
0: I love it. Everybody listening, if you would, in the comments of the chat, just type in the tapping solution app the tapping solution app. So when people come on later, cause people will be watching replays and, and they scan through things and they read the comments, make sure they see this. So wherever you're watching comments, type in the tapping solution app. And here's why I'm going to tell you to go do this today. Um, Nick did, uh, and I know he's talking some of the, the stress anxiety ones, but he did a session in there on the idea of, I don't feel worthy. That is like, a game changer for those of you who doubt yourself you lack confidence you just you know you you really question yourself way too much uh he did a whole a whole tapping solution on worth and feeling worthy and i mean for those of you who are scared to put yourself out there on social
1: media I mean, please do check it out. It's just awesome, man. Um, yes, thank you. It's called You Are Enough. Uh, it's one of the free ones in there, so people can do it tonight for free. And uh, we actually did a challenge around that a couple months ago. We had 83,500 or so people sign up for the challenge, and they did the same meditation for eight days in a row, the You Are Enough meditation. And the results are just, you know, unbelievable people who have who truly never felt comfortable in their body, been anxious all the time, been scared to do things like when you lock in that belief you are enough when you clear out some of that stuff from the past like the limiting belief those thoughts that's when everything opens up opens up for you dude i love it
0: what what did you learn because everyone uh, to me one one theme that will come across certainly today and, and tomorrow is like how to launch something so you got the documentary cool great i'm gonna do a summit Great. I'm going to do an app. Great. Some people are going to do, I'm doing subscription or I'm doing podcasts or I'm doing YouTube. Like, how do you, how does Nick Ortner think about how to launch something like an app? Cause I, and by the way, I'm doing this y'all in a selfish way too, because I have an app coming out um, after Christmas and I'm like, how do I, how do I, what's the best way to launch that? Cause launching an app is different than launching a book. It's different than launching maybe a, a show. So how, how did you think about launching that app?
1: Well, we really focused on the free download and and the value up front um, we you know if we 're talking purely business, we probably have too much for free out there in in the app and uh, potentially uh, we could have less in order to get more premiums we 'll see where we land. but you know right now we have a huge category for coronavirus stress and anxiety twenty two free meditations in there. We did specific ones when that came out, and i 'm not going to lock that down anytime soon. People are still in lockdown, so it 's like so really, it was about letting people know that it's free. And then I know I'm a broken record, but it's, it's the content. It's like, did you create a great app? And which, it's not easy to do. It's buggy. Like, you got to be careful. you got to have good people on your team. Like, for example, this is more of an operational thing. I'm not a patient guy when it comes to, like, you know, clicking through 84 things to make sure it's not working. But Kelly on my team who helped do the app, every time we have a new build, which is the name for the new, like, release of the app, she goes through all the testing again. And I said to her in the past, I'm like, I'm so sorry you have to do this. This must just be the most miserable thing for you. And she goes, I really like it. Like, (laughs) goes to show. I mean, I know you're the same way, Brendan. You'd be like, please, why someone, like, but there are people out there who have different brains, who have different skill sets, who are more operational, who love completing things who are brilliant in other ways that i am not brilliant so kelly saved my ass by like checking the app and doing those things that i'm not willing to do and then really i mean the other thing on the app especially when it comes to the content the medium does matter right so when we were creating the app we had a lot of old tapping meditations that we had put out that we were going to include in the app but then when we looked at them it was like you know, they're they're not the right length, they're not the right style, they're not the right tone. So we did for the launch 120 brand new meditations just for the app. It wasn't just, oh, take your content, take a YouTube video and stick it on an app, right? Like that could work if you want a library of your stuff or access to a different channel. But if your app is meaning to do something specific, well, then create it in the environment for the app. It's the same thing with whatever channel you're on. Like if you're gonna be on TikTok you got to know TikTok. Like, you have to know how it works because it's unlikely that you can take your 34-minute YouTube video and have it make any sense on TikTok, right? doesn't mean you can't cut stuff. Circular virality. I'm on board. You know, I've been on board with it from the beginning. So, like, you can do that, but you have to understand where you are. Like, what's the playground that you're playing in in order to deliver content to the people that need it in the right way?
0: I love that, man. That's so key. Um, And Jay talked about that, and Jenna talked about that yesterday, too, is, like, have your platform and just go deep on it. Like, yeah. Pick one, do great on it. And, and don't feel like everything has to be re- repurposed across everything. If it doesn't fit there. And I think apps are a really great example of that for sure. You know, um, really is when you um, think about all the people you're it's, it's rare that I get to talk with an OG here. So it's like, when you think about all the people who come in, you've seen for the last 13 years,
1: yeah.
0: people come in this industry like with a bang, you've seen, yeah. we've both seen people come yeah. in, build an email list of a million people, build yeah. a yeah. following of a million people. Like they're, they're hot to trot. I mean, they're yeah. amazing. Do people still say hot to trot? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it might be a I don't know if people still say that. Just, do people still say that? I think so. So they were, they just, they exploded. Yeah. And then four years later, no one heard, knows them anymore. They're gone. And what do you think that is? What, what, what's longevity look like? in the industry to you?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. I, I've seen it. I mean, if there's one similar factor to all those people is that, you know, I can't be totally inside their head, but it looked like they were chasing the money more than anything else, you know, that it was like they took off because they had a good idea and they sold it well and marketed it well. And maybe that original product was great. But then it's like, well, I got a huge email list. So let me promote every affiliate offer on the planet to them. No matter what, because I'm gonna get every single penny out of that email list. You know, I, I've been writing emails now for 13 years to our email list. You know, my brother does sub, but Jess pitches in and it's work, you know, it's like, okay, I gotta think of something new to say. And sometimes it's hard, but that's what matters. It's like you gotta keep doing the work. And I've been I've been on people's email lists because you join stuff when you see that hot thing and you go, I've been on this list for a year, and I've gotten zero value out of this. Like Not once have they said, even I wrote wrote a blog post for you. It's like, so usually when you look at those, it's just that it's like, it's just too much about marketing. There isn't a mission deep down that is keeping them going. I mean, you know me, it's like I wake up in the morning and I'm like, more people need to use tapping. They need to know about it. They need to use it. I need to research it more. I got to get it into hospitals. I got to get it to veterans. Like that is what's driving me every day. I'm not ignoring Instagram as a platform to do that. I'm not ignoring talking to you as a platform to do that. I'm not ignoring the business things that have to happen, whether it be raising money for the app or, you know, hiring more people like that has to happen. But if you don't wake up in the morning with that feeling of like more people need to know about this, it's just you're not going to be able to sustain it. I mean, maybe you'll have a good ride, but then, you know, you get bored or some or the next hot thing happens. Like the next hot person on Instagram happens or the next hot person on TikTok and well, you were, you, were, you were hot for a second and hot to trot, as our friend Brendan Bouchard likes to say. <laughs> the bee's knees. Is that, is that another one of yours? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. The bee's knees. Well, and this is similar, too, because I've asked everybody this, and I'll keep doing that, which is like, what do you think? Um, and I, I know mission is such a big piece of this, so it's, it's a similar answer, but maybe we'll go a little deeper. Of, when people are starting out, when they're just starting out, what would you say to focus they should focus on in their first year?
1: Read books. Don't just read. Just that is where the good stuff is going to come through. Either read books or you can be on social media if you're consuming material like this, but you've got to be very judicious in where you put your time and energy. Even podcasts that I, I enjoy podcasts, a lot of podcasts are a lot of fluff, right? Yours isn't because you put out a ton of value every time. So you can stick with Brendan's podcast. If you haven't listened to it, it's chock full of value. Uh, but for me personally, I think it's the same thing for you, Brendan. It's input output. Like if I read a good book, then I've got a good idea. And it's not necessarily the good idea of that book, right? It's not like, oh, I read a good book and someone said this, so now I'm going to go share that I, that same idea. It's not It's like you put input, and then it gets filtered through whoever you are, whatever your life experiences are, whatever your perspective is, and then it comes out and creates something in the world. Um, I'm – you know, I've got this big library here. I am frustrated with how much, you know, these things, as much as – as much good as they've done, how much they've taken over our lives, um, and how much focus people put on – OK, it's whatever I post on Instagram today that is going to make the difference. I mean, you talked about it at the start of uh, yesterday or today, like chasing likes is, you know, it's like it's like an addiction, right? It's chasing the, the, the drug high. It's, it's having that extra drink. It's like there is never enough. I mean, you know, you've gotten massive likes on stuff. We've had, we had one tapping video that's been shared 65 million times now. Sorry, viewed 65 million times. It's about tapping a kid in school. So that is amazing. But like, I want more, right? Your brain, when you when you have that, always wants more. You create stuff, read books. Like, if you're putting all this energy and posting on Instagram, go create a product. I mean, that's the other thing that drives me crazy about like a story, for example. And again, I'm not saying don't do these things, but like stories vanish. Like, for content creators, that's like a that's like a knife in my heart. Like, I had an idea. I mean, imagine if we wrote a page in a book and it was just gone the next day, like. What I love about the app is every time I record an app meditation, it lives forever. There's people using it right now. There's people who are going to be using it a decade from now because it's going to be relevant then. So if I take the time and energy to go, okay, I'm going to figure out a quit smoking tapping meditation for someone I put it out in the world and now it's doing its thing. It's got life and energy of its own. Why? Because someone's talking to someone else about it. Every book you write motivation manifesto, if someone goes, Hey, have you read this book? I mean, think about that. Like, the pass along of a book. Have you read this? Have you tried this thing? So over the next year, what can you create that someone else is going to say, have you tried this? Have you seen that thing? And it can be on Instagram, but they better say, have you seen that thing on Instagram? That person just blew my socks off. Have you seen that? Hey, you're struggling with that. Do you know that? Do you know that that this guy did this? And you got to look at all your work and it's easy. You can look at all your work and you go, is someone going to talk about this or not?
0: Right. Like it's, Ooh, it's pretty easy. That's good. Is you someone know? going to talk about this or not? I love that. It, it makes you question the value. I mean, that's what you, you and I have a similar approach of like, we want to be value first value deep and also evergreen. We want it to last. Yeah. You know, that's, I think that's a, a thing that's missing in the conversations today. It's like uh, so much of it does disappear. So if something's going to disappear, you better be, planting seeds and themes like conversation lines so don't just do random instagram stories all the time create a theme day over day week over week month over month of like oh that's what you're about follow her because that's what she's about not once in a while random stuff all over it's like yeah you can share your breakfast but did you also that day talk about your mission like where where is the value theme that weaves throughout everything you're doing Last question, Nick, because you've done this too, is like, okay, so that was for the starters. You know, read books, get in and ask, what will people be talking about? Now, let's talk about people who scale. So let's say now, okay, you're making, you know, you got in the game, you're making more money than you thought you were, or you've crossed that 100000 or that $1,000,000 level. What would you tell people who are like on this, like, so they've got initial success now, but they're really wanting to go to the next level. What, what would
1: you recommend to them? <laughs> read books. <laughs> <laughs> I mean right you know when when I ask you a question I know you're the same way I'm like oh Brendan I, I feel like there's next level on the app blah, blah blah your response isn't like oh here's the strategy it's like here's three books you know yeah. like that's the bottom line there's there's wisdom and you knowledge yeah by the way we just had that conversation a couple weeks yeah. ago you know like, so it's real. you know there's people who work really hard to figure things out they're not going to be 100% right about everything but like consume that content and then that will take it to the next level. Look, alongside that, and this is from the beginning and at the end, um, doing your own work, you know, whether it be meditation, I meditate and I tap. They they're synergistically go together really well. Um, determining what matters in your life, determining, you know, what kind of life you're going to live. I mean, these are the questions that it's important to ask all along the way. Uh, they've been central to me. I'm recording this from my barn in my backyard. I built a home office. It's perfect for COVID, but it was perfect before COVID because I didn't go anywhere anyway. Right. Uh, this is the life I wanted to live. I wanted my daughter to be this far away. Um, I wanted to travel, you know, limited amounts. I wanted to have these experiences and I made those choices and I'm continuously making those same choices, continuously reading. So really, I mean, I hadn't thought about this before, but it's the same answer. The first year is the 13th year. Like, I'm not Experts doing Experts are always
0: students first. Experts are always students first. It's like you don't, you don't stop the learning journey. And the more that you learn, the more you're able to share something that's useful and valuable to people anyway. So.
1: And you have to, because when you learn, when you get motivated, you get re inspired. I mean, I was listening to uh, you yesterday before we went on. So, like half an hour before, I'm like, oh, I, didn't, I missed yesterday. I had a bunch of calls. Let me listen to Brendan. And you're talking about circular viral which I was at your 10X event when you first did that. It's a concept I know really well. And I thought to myself, oh, you know what? We're not doing that enough with the app meditations because I'm putting all this energy into these app meditations and they live in there, but I'm not repurposing the quit smoking one in enough places to whether do a transcript here. So like, I've heard it before. You've told me before I heard it a decade ago, but I said, I'm going to, I need to hear stuff again. And now that's going to help me go to